Hello and welcome to the Print on Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Von Arks, here with my friend and co-host, Carrie Egler. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing the best t-shirt blanks for print on demand products. But first, real quick, before we begin, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It helps us reach new listeners and it helps you never miss an episode. Thank you so much. We're so glad you're here. And with that, let's dive in. What's up, dude? Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, not much. I'm I'm doing great. We just came off of a um, five day challenge event where we were helping beginners get their online T shirt and apparel store started, and it was it was phenomenal. It was it was awesome. We had close to six thousand people uh, be a part Whoa, of that challenge. Nice. Yeah, and uh, it's it's so much fun, man. Going live for five days, just giving away all the information for free, and and uh, and then we were able to welcome a, a lot of a tons of new people into shirt school. Uh, which nice. was so much fun. And you actually came on and spoke at the challenge. Yeah, dude, that was so much fun. I was so fired up. Like, I love speaking at your challenges. I just get like a big adrenaline rush because it's live. Like, you are, you you have the floor, yeah. you know? And there's something different about being live that it's just like, I don't know if it's the pressure or what, but there's like more adrenaline for me personally. And oh, always. Um, we had so much fun. Like, I felt like we could have like, I could have done like I could have presented for like another hour. It was yeah. so much fun. You dropped that everyone. quote. You dropped that quote, and the oh. and it was like my mind was blown, and I felt like the live stream just went to a new level. Like everybody's getting chills. Dude. I know we're not we're not trying to get deep this early in the podcast, but yeah. the quote was: "If you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill from regret." That's yeah, been man. like whew, that's been rolling around with me for for a couple of days since you since you dropped that bomb on me. Dude, I had awesome. like, I had like, like that quote still gets me. Like I had, when I was presenting and I said that quote, I had like hairs on my arms standing too. up. I was just like, yeah. it's one of those quotes. I don't know, man. It just like hits like, at least for me and you. So I, sure. I, I love quotes. I, <laughs> I'm a huge quote fan. I have like a note in my phone with like literally hundreds of quotes. And every time I hear a good one, I add it. So trying to become a quote man i like quotes but i'm trying to become yeah. you know i have a lot of them written down sometimes i remember them and then i'm like oh i do know kind of a lot of quotes but yeah. I, I man yeah some of those just stick with you yeah man. Uh, but let's jump in man um, let's go best t-shirt blanks for print on demand so we're we're talking about the best t-shirts for print on demand specifically mm -hmm. uh you know if, if there is a a more of a you know, positive reason to use a t-shirt for print on demand other than not. I mean, I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit of both, but mm -hmm. we're mainly talking about for print on demand, maybe talking about the stuff that's available, what's available out there, what are our favorites and, uh, and maybe even some, some information, some tips around, you know, how choosing the right blank for print on demand and the print method could be a little bit different, could change your decision a little bit over maybe some other print methods. So excited yeah, to dive in. totally i like so what i was thinking we could do is we could just talk about why good blanks are so important um yeah. and then we jump into our manufacturer and styles that we recommend manufacturers and styles that we recommend and they're not just t-shirts like we're talking we're giving recommendations for t-shirts tanks sweatshirts hoodies we're bringing it all so um maybe i'll just kind of like explain really quick why good shirts matter. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I am very much a proponent of not using cheap t-shirt blanks. We all know that there's some out there. They're just not that good of quality, but we're so tempted by those margins. <laughs> the margins look so attractive. But the problem with that is that if, if someone has a bad experience buying a product from your store and they're like, oh, this is itchy, it feels like cardboard, do you really expect them to come back? And the fortune is in the follow-up, it's in the repeat sales. It's So if you wanna create a sustainable clothing brand with happy repeat customers, you need to create quality t-shirts that your customers love and will come back for. So that's why I just wanted to quickly give a little like spiel about why good shirts matter so much. If no, you we got but we got to go there for a second. We got to go there for yeah, a second. You know, I like, to play the, I like to play the other side a little bit. Bring it. Um, so I agree with you. Uh, but here's what I would say in some situations, you may be in a niche where your, your ideal customer, the customer you're selling to that it, it, they might not want the and I shouldn't say like super high quality blank, but I think 
they might prefer the cheaper t-shirt, not for the reason of it being cheap, but right. some, you know, there are cheaper t-shirts like the, like some of the Gildan t-shirts and everything that are actually better for certain types of people mm. uh, because, because they're thick and they're durable and those kind of things. So like, and that comes with a cheaper price tag. So, yes. you know, I'm curious, curious what your thoughts are, but cause I totally agree with you. You know, you, you should, you should pick a, a quality blank, but, uh, but at the same time, consider your market, right? If yes. you're, just for instance, if you're selling to a bunch of big burly dudes, like they don't want to wear fitted unisex t-shirts you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. and so like you you need to like i always use kind of a blanket of like you know this one t-shirt that i like it's bell and canvas 3001 like i really like that t-shirt love it such a great selling t-shirt but like Mm -hmm. it's the reality is not great for every brand right like you've got to think about who your customer is what kind of fit they like uh do they like a thicker one or a thinner t-shirt or soft or maybe something that's more durable or like need to consider those things, right? I mean, do you agree on that 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 end? Yes, I do agree. I totally agree that not everyone wants something fitted. Not everyone wants something like thin, you know, a lot of people have kind of different preferences. What I mean kind of, and, and maybe that's a little bit misleading, but what I mean by cheap is I mean the ones that we know are lower quality, like the ones yeah. that are notorious for not feeling good to wear. They're itchy. They, they feel really stiff and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, there are some like decent Gildan ones that are thicker. And and you're right, like especially because some niches are a little bit more price sensitive than others. So, you know, it, between the two businesses that I had, one niche was much more price sensitive than another. And so we did sell the Gildans for, for quite a while there because they were more price sensitive and they didn't have a problem with it. And they, they thought it was fine and, and it worked okay for them. But we do get better overall feedback from something like a Bella Canvas 3001. Um, and I'm not just slamming Gildan. I'm, I'm just saying there, you know, there's kind of like different levels, but if it's, if it's a little heavier, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a heavy t-shirt. Some people like heavier t-shirts as opposed to the really lightweight ones. So I do agree with you that, you know, different, different strokes for different folks, as they say. Like, uh, you know, like, like a Hanes beefy tea or whatever, like <laughs> pretty much nobody wants that. Like there, I think what you're saying is there, there's t-shirts that like you buy them and they, first of all, they may not, they may not fit, they may not fit right, right out of the, mm. the bag. Right. Yeah. They may fit funky. Second, yeah. they might just feel like cardboard. Then third, yeah. uh, third they when you wash them, then it's like, they've shrunk two inches and you're like, well, I guess it's a belly shirt now, you know, <laughs> it's like stay, stay, you know, when we say quality tees, I think, you know, there, there are certain t-shirts out there that are just like, man, just stay away from these t-shirts. You know, if, if the price is three ninety nine on print on demand or six, even six ninety nine, it's probably a bad, bad idea. And even, even if, you know, yeah, it, it's probably a bad idea in general on, on some of those. Yeah, no, like. Totally agree. And one thing that I do like is that a lot of print on demand providers actually have reviews from the sellers on which shirts are their favorite and which shirts are their least favorite. So what you can do is you can just go and read those reviews and see what sellers like us are are writing about the quality of these shirts and what their customer feedback is and stuff like that. So absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely different levels of quality, you know, in my opinion. And I just am really, really against anything that's not going to bring someone back, something that's not going to create a good customer experience and bring them back for repeat sales. 100%. So that's really, that's really what my, what my little rant here is all about. So, you know, almost every successful t-shirt brand runs paid ads on platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google, and in fact, I've never met a six or seven figure t-shirt brand that doesn't run paid ads because that's how you scale. That's how you get, you know, that's how you scale your winning designs. But what's important to know is that when you're running those paid ads, there's going to be that cost per acquisition to get those new customers. And that means that you're paying a cost in the form of advertising dollars to acquire a new customer. And that cost is going to affect your profit margins on that first sale. But the good news is that the cost per acquisition cost that you pay to acquire that new customer in most cases is just a first is a one-time cost so you pay it you pay that cost per acquisition you get the customer and then you remarket to them with email or sms and you get them buying again and again so 
you know, let's say you, let's say that it costs you $15 in ad spend to acquire a customer, whether they buy from you one time or 10 times, you paid that one time cost per acquisition of $15. Meaning if you can get your customers to love your clothing or, or apparel brands or apparel products so much that they continue to purchase from you, that customer is going to be much more profitable to you after that first sale. And there are just so many clothing brands out there you know, that will actually run ads at a break even profit margin because they're so confident that a good percentage of those customers will return. And if that's the case, this strategy can be super profitable for them. And you can even see like this data, you know, in, in Shopify, you can see how much your customers are spending, like the cust- the customer average lifetime order value, yeah, average order customer value, lifetime value the cost per acquisition, the average order value, you can see all these things. So, but what doesn't make people come back and become repeat customers is poor quality products. So if you purchase that white shirt that you're wearing right now and you were unhappy with the quality, would you purchase again from that brand? No. So that 100%. brand made maybe, you know, maybe they paid to run ads to get you to buy that online and they made a pretty small margin on the first product yeah. or on that first sale and you're not coming back. They didn't make that much money. Nope. So you, you might even ask for a refund and try to get your money back, in which case they're maybe losing money. So that is why it's so worth it to use high quality blanks. And fortunately, there are quite a few out there that offer very great, great quality at a very reasonable price that you can make a decent profit with. So that's kind of my segue into like our recommendations here. Yeah, let me, let me, let me go one more, one more place here before we yeah. jump in there. Um, cause I think it's important that people know this when, cause I, t- and I mentioned this just in the intro, so I definitely want to touch on it is, um, depending on the print method that you're using or that your, 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 um, your t-shirts are being printed with. So the main two that we, we, we talk about are screen printing and then direct to garment screen yes. printing is going to be in most cases, what your local, you know, if you call up a local shop and you say, I need some t-shirts and they're going to screen print those. And mm-hmm. we're not getting into really that that today of talking about you know how that works, but when it comes to when it comes to print on demand, most times they're using direct to garment printing, which is completely different from screen printing. It's a different way of doing it, and so right. essentially mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're putting your t-shirt blank into a pr- big old huge printer. They're sliding that t-shirt blank into there, and a printer is just printing the image uh, and just printing the ink right on that t-shirt. So. Yeah. One thing I found out really early on, um, and I was actually using this is another one of those T-shirts that I would just not use. Uh, it's, it was the, the I was using the district like the concert tee. Uh, okay. Was, there was a print on demand that I was using that that I had. I don't remember which print on demand provider, but I was using that T-shirt. It was like a, the concert tee or whatever. Mm. Super cheap T-shirt. Um, I just kind of used it because it was there. It was a good you know good margin, and I kept getting so many customer complaints about the quality of the print mm. kept getting complaints that the colors were you know not not very good and and, the, and they, the print just looked really bad right it just mm. looked like you and i think uh if you if you've done print on demand for any amount of time maybe i'm sure some of you haven't but adrian i know you have like you've seen some pretty bad direct to garment prints oh, am i right brutal. you know brutal. what they look like yeah. just you get a bright red and it's like it looks like a dull pink you know or yeah. something and it's just like what so I kept getting these quality issues and I finally reached out to my print on demand and I, I blamed them. I was like, why does your print quality suck? What is up with the direct, like you're doing this direct to garment thing. Every single t-shirt is coming out horrible mm. and they emailed me back something really interesting and it, it actually changed the game a little bit for me when going back to what you said about, you know, using quality blanks, they told me, Hey, it's actually doesn't have as much to do with our printing. It's actually the blank you're using. And what they told me was when you use higher quality cotton, you actually get a better print uh, mm. when it comes to direct to direct to garment. And so when you see a t-shirt, you know, like the district or the, or we talked about the Hanes or maybe some of the lower end Gildan tees, they're using cheap cotton from wherever, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. not as good a quality and, and that can affect the print quality. So a lot of times with direct to garment, you know, it's we want to blame the print on demand for these really bad prints, but a lot of times it's mm-hmm. it's because of we're using these really low quality cotton T-shirts, and so uh, so I just wanted to mention that that upgrading to a better 
blank, and we're going to get into those specific blanks, upgrading to a better <coughs> blank can actually in, in greatly improve the quality of your prints when mm. it comes to print on demand. Now, it doesn't, I'll wrap it up with this, but it doesn't matter as much with screen printing just because of the print method that they're using. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect like the color, you know, how the colors come out on screen printing. But when it comes to direct to garment, it does. And I think it just has something to do with the fibers and how the ink kind of sets into the fibers. You know, if it's mm-hmm. for, for some reason that, you know, that, that quality of cotton really matters. So yeah. uh, I would just let people know that that's another reason to really not use cheap garments and consider we're not telling you to, we're not going to tell you to use like the, the most expensive t-shirt out there, but to use a quality, a quality tee blank, blank, blank t-shirt. Right. And, so. and it's, it's kind of interesting though. Like you make a really good point and, and it kind of, it kind of brings something like another point. Why, if, <clears throat> if these print on demand companies know that the print quality looks bad on these t-shirts, why are they offering them like they see them they're they're printing them out every day and if they're looking at them and be like this is trash like who's gonna who's gonna you know who's gonna appreciate this design like i've seen some really bad prints on print on a man shirts and i just <clears throat> like yes you're right like it's not necessarily a print on man's company they probably can't print any better on these shirts <laughs> even with better printers but but I just don't understand why they yeah. wouldn't kind of like get the memo. If if sellers like us were reaching out to them and being like, this quality is terrible. My customers are all complaining. I would be like, we should probably remove this yeah. from our catalog. But maybe that's just me. Like, what do you think? Like, I mean, you think that's a little weird that like they don't just like if, if they know it looks bad, do they just want to have like a low cost option just that's to where I was gonna go? That's where people? I was going to go is it's like. It's just a price war, right? Like, yeah. Like if, and and so, <clears throat> we could we could get into pricing and all those kind of things, but mm. but um, but just f- to use this as an example, we have over four hundred print on demand providers in the Shopify app store. At least when you okay. search print on demand, it says four hundred up there. I've never gone to the end to make sure those are all print on demand providers. Yeah, I you know probably 70 percent of those print on demand providers. They're all selling the Bella Canvas 3001 as an example. Right. So why, if I want to sell the Bella Canvas 3001, why would I go to one print on demand over another? It's mainly just pricing, right? I'm just looking at pricing right now. And there's many other things to consider with print on demand, but naturally it's just a price war, right? Everybody's Mm -hmm. selling the soft style Gildan 64,000 and you're going around, you're trying to, especially when it comes to print on demand, we really need to get our, we really need to pay attention to the margins more mm-hmm. because you know, the margins can be smaller, obviously with t-shirts with, with print on demand. So you have to find a competitive price. And so I think that there's just pressure from print on demand companies to be competitive, you know, and that's how they're going to attract customers. Cause if we just look at it arbitrarily from an outside view, all these print on demands are doing the exact same thing. They're selling the yeah. exact same products. They have the exact same service. Mm-hmm. Many times I've tested print on demands and sometimes their apps look identical. You get into their <laughs> Shopify apps and it's like, oh, this looks exactly like, and I'm like, are they just using like some app company that makes these apps for print on demand? Like it's, so it's like, what's going to differentiate them? And most of the um, time, you know, every print on demand is going to tell you our quality is great. You know, yeah, and we course. ship fast and yeah. it's like, but that's one of the, one of the main reasons that's, you know, you're going to be, you're going to stand out is going to be your pricing. And so it just becomes a price war. So I think that's why they have those. But I, I totally agree with you of that. It's like it is still on the print on demand for selling a junk T-shirt like that yeah. that they can't get good print quality out of. To, to, to finish that story, I don't know that I finished the story, but I would finish it off by just saying they were right. I, I stayed with the same print on demand provider. I switched. That's when I switched over to the Bella Canvas 3001. I raised my prices to compensate for the margin because I had to raise prices just a little bit going from the district T. And, and I didn't have any quality issues after that. I was shocked. Mm. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I really did solve that issue in that instance for me. And so, you know, it's kind of a weird, weird thing, but definitely something to consider. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you're right about the price wars. Like, you know, if a print on mag company can say t-shirts starting at $6, that's going to be very attractive, especially the newbies who just aren't really familiar with like the different brands, the different styles, they might just think, oh, everyone has the same t-shirt or like, you know, like that would be really attractive to me if I was brand new. I'd be like, oh my God, like I'm going to be able to make awesome margins on this. And I wouldn't really, you know, like, 
I wouldn't really think much more about it. I'd be like, if they're selling it, then it's probably legit. And, and then you find out you get all these unhappy customers and you learn, <laughs> you, you learn pretty fast. But, and you know, there's some bad print on demands out there, man. Oh, there's, there's some, some terrible ones. Whew, there's some rough yeah. print on demand providers. So yep, sure. I, I've, I've used some of them. <laughs> let's get in, let's get into the, let's get into let's the jump good blanks. in. Let's talk it. Let's talk about the good blanks. Yeah. Do you want to start with the first one? Or do you want me to get started here? Yeah, I'll start with the first one. I think this is maybe, maybe both of our favorites, but yep. we've been talking about it. This is kind of a staple, uh, you know, it's, I would say it's the most pop. I, I, I confidently can say, even without looking at numbers, it's probably the most popular and best-selling oh, blank. Yeah. It's the Bell and Canvas three thousand and one uh, unisex T short sleeve T shirt. Now, yeah. first thing I would say, I know a lot about this T shirt. Like, so I've done like in-depth reviews on this T shirt. <laughs> the first thing I would say is there is a three thousand and one C, and then there's a three thousand and one. I don't remember if it's a U or if it's just the three thousand and one, but. There's a 3001 mm. C and that is the C does not stand for China, but <laughs> a lot of people think it stands for, but that one is the, the 3001 C is the more affordable version that is yes. uh, not, it's not made in the U S. Um, and then the, right. the, the more premium version is made in the U S and typically among print on demand providers, you're going to see the 3001 C that's going to be the standard one uh, that you're going to get. You know, anywhere between, I would say, if you're on some kind of premium print-on-demand plan, somewhere between like eight fifty and maybe eleven dollars, twelve dollars at the most. I think you know, if you go to some like Printful, you're probably going to see some pretty high prices, but you should be able to get it between those that range, eight fifty to maybe eleven bucks. It's going to sit in that nine ten dollar range of most print print-on-demands. <laughs> it is, uh, it's it's my personal favorite as well uh, as as Adrian's, I think, and I'll, I'll let you chat on it as well. Yeah, it but is. They're soft. Yeah. Good quality. They don't shrink a lot. In my opinion, they're a little, little bit longer, just a tiny bit longer, which I think most people like. Yeah. Uh, just, just to have a little more length, um, so you're not showing off your belly or whatever. You know, like they, it's not like it, it's just a little bit longer, but not, not too long. Um, and what I really like about it, it another thing is it, there's so many colors available. Mm, uh, it's, yeah, man, so it's, many. it's like. Sometimes you go out here and you're like, man, I really love this t-shirt and maybe you order one, whatever. And then you're like, ah, but there's only five colors, you know, like, yeah. and so the Bella canvas 3001, uh, you know, I don't know how many exactly colors, but 25, 30 colors with most print on demand providers. So yeah. when you look at it from, you just look at the total package on this t-shirt comparatively to other t-shirts, you have more colors and you have really, I would say. So, uh, almost premium quality, you know, it, there, yeah. there are better t-shirts, but, but mm -hmm. high quality and tons of, tons of options at a price that is kind of like, Whoa, like you're getting yeah. a lot of bang for your buck totally. you know, comparatively. So that's why I think we say like, this is the, this is the one that we love the most because yeah. you can, you can get the margins. You can, you, you know, it's a premium t-shirt, lots of options. It fits yeah. great. It's not going to shrink a lot. I mean, it's just a really solid t-shirt. Yeah, no, I 100% I agree. And another thing I really, really like about it is because it's unisex, it can appeal to both men and women. And right now, oversized tees are kind of trendy. So if it is a little bit longer, a lot of people like that. Even when it's not trendy, you know, a lot of people prefer a little bit longer. Like you said, nobody, no, no one really wants a belly shirt unless, <laughs> hey, unless they actually <laughs> order a belly shirt. Maybe <laughs> they want a crop top, they would buy a crop top. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, you know, one, one thing that's nice about it is if you wanna keep your options to a minimum, you can just offer the t-shirt unisex for both men and women as opposing as opposed to having different styles. And I'm not opposed to having different styles, but I am I, 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 I am kind of like opposed to having too, too, too many styles because it can be very overwhelming for the customer. It can lead to decision fatigue. And sometimes they won't know the difference. They won't know what to buy. They'll get very mm -hmm. confused and they'll just abandon ship. You know what I mean? And nobody yeah. wants that. So I love that you can sell this to both men and women. Both love it. Like I have this t-shirt. I think it's so nice. And what's nice- I probably nice have a hundred of them. Like, oh yeah. So many people so like- many. Think about how many brands probably just use this and then put their manufacturer label mm -hmm. in or their, their brand label in, right? Because it has a tearaway neck label. It's so easy to do. You can even do that on Printful. Like literally Printful allows you to have your printed neck label and they will remove the manufacturer tag. Yeah. So no one getting that from your, no one, none of your customers receiving that. If you go with that up, you know, upgraded branded option, there is an upcharge for it. If you go with it, they won't know that it's a Bell Canvas t-shirt. 
So um, what else is nice is if you were, let's say screen printing locally your own shirts, like there, there's always like the minimums, right? And so you, if the more options you have, the more you have to buy of each. So it's so nice. Like if you are screen printing, uh, you know, a design on men and women, if you can keep it to the three zero zero one, as opposed to have, and let's say your, your minimum, let's just say your minimums like 25 or 50. It, it, you know, if you had a different style that you were offering, you'd have to do 25 or 50 of that one too. But what's kind of nice is if you just want to keep it really simple, you can just do 25 to 50 of this and then offer it to both men and women. Yep. So, um, one thing, uh, I I don't want to get too off in the weeds on, but, uh, you know, a lot of people get confused, uh, when they're starting out, they get confused and they want to know, do I need to have a unisex t-shirt and men's, you mm. know, on my website and women's? And I mean, my my opinion is I would I would encourage most people to start with just a unisex T-shirt like the three thousand and one. Kind of go from there. See, you know, start by selling those and see what your customers want. Generally, you don't need a additional men's shirt, but you right. may need an additional women's fitting shirt uh, yeah. because just you know, women can be a little more picky on just wanting a different type of of fit or wanting a more fitted women's cut. So mm-hmm. I would I would I would say for most people you don't need a men's a men's specific t-shirt the unisex right. is great uh, and you, you you might need a women's tee just kind of start with unisex yeah uh, yeah I've never offered a men's t-shirt if I called yeah. it men's it was unisex yeah because unisex sizing is essentially men's sizing now yeah. the only time which I would probably offer a men's is if I was like a male targeted brand yeah let's say like call it men be like a <laughs> What's that? You might still use unisex, but just call it men. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you'd still use unisex, but I would have more options um, because if I was creating like a men's lifestyle brand in some specific niche, I might have some of the popular men's cuts. um, Like, I don't know, there there are some men's shirts, like Bella Canvas came out with one not too, too long ago. And um, there are some men's shirts that are like men's. They're not like unisex. A little more boxy, so I, maybe. I might offer some of those, but I've never done that before. I've always offered unisex as men's, and then, like by far across the board, ever the the Bell Canvas three zero zero one has been the most popular shirt. Like back in the day when I tested more styles, it still blew them out of the water. We had women's fitted styles. We had multiple women's fitted yeah. styles. And then we had unisex and this one just blew it out of the water. So like you don't need a whole bunch. Um, it, it is nice to have maybe like some options, like you say, maybe one or two women's fitted and we're actually going to make some suggestions of, of a woman's fitted one here in a sec. But um, yeah, this, this shirt is just so versatile and is where I recommend pretty much everybody start. 100%. I'm with you. All right. Hit that cool. next one. All right, let's jump to the next one. So this is another Bella and Canvas shirt. This is a bit more premium. So if you want to level up, kind of like one level up from the 3001, I recommend the 3413. This has a more premium feel and it's a unisex tri-blend short sleeve tee. So tri-blend just in general feels a little like softer, nicer, stretchier. Um, it just has that kind of more premium feel. It's, you know, very it's soft. soft. It's super lightweight. What's that? They're just very soft, like yeah. next level soft. They're really nice. So it is like a level up from the 3001. Even though we almost never get complaints about the 3001, the 3413 is the one where you'll get people saying like, whoa, this quality is amazing. You know, it's just kind of like yeah, one like- level up. Um, it is, however, more expensive because it is a premium kind of, you know, tri-blend shirt. So I, I would only recommend this as a premium option. Personally, I would not use this as my staple shirt. I would use the 3001 as my staple. And then I would, you know, add a few dollars on and have this premium option, the tri-blend option, where if someone wants like a, a, a step up, then this is what they go with. Absolutely. I'm going to hit this next uh, unisex no, one I'll let you, and I'll let you hit the, uh, just sticking, sticking with the unisex here and then, and then, and then mm. hit the, start in the women's. Sure. Um, but, uh, the last unisex t-shirt I think we would, we would recommend is, um, the next level 3,600. Uh, it is so, so it's, it's essentially just about the same as the Bella Camus 3001. Uh, we definitely yeah. wouldn't sell both in a store. Um, 
here's my experience. Now, I did a, I did a YouTube video. You know, you guys feel free to check it out on the on my YouTube channel, Kerry Eggler YouTube channel. But I did a YouTube video comparing three thousand one versus thirty six hundred. Uh, mm. Next level thirty six hundred Bella Canvas three thousand one. In my in my opinion, I think that the thirty six hundred is a little a little nicer feeling. Um, it's almost like it's they're they're about the same softness, but the thirty six hundred is almost like it's a little bit thicker, but like in a mm. good way, I guess. You know, like, I don't know. Mm. It's a little it's a little thicker, like maybe just a little bit heavier, but still very soft. And um, I would say, like, if you just put black T-shirt versus black T-shirt, I would probably go with the next level 3600. I also found that, and I think I could echo this in all the years I've been, these have been the two most worn shirts in my wardrobe, would be the 3600 and the 3001. Yeah. I think that the 3600 is more consistent with quality. Like, you don't get Mm. a lot of stray, stray, uh, you know, strands or, like, you know, weird, just weird seams and different things like that. You don't get that as much on the 3600. Um, so I would just say like the slightest bit, maybe give it the edge on those, on those factors. But in most cases, you're going to find that the 3,600 is more expensive. And in all cases, pretty much, you're going to find that there's way less color options Mm. than the 3,001. If you put those together, that's, that was my experience. It's been my experience. So I, that's why I would still favor the 3,001 over the next level 3,600, the color options, the, the pricing, you know, I would still go with the 3001, but the, I don't know. Maybe you have some comments on the 3600. That's just been my my take. I, I would agree. I, I would actually lean towards a Bell Canvas 3001. Um, you're not going to get quality complaints about either, yeah. really. Like, I've sold both, but not at the same time, not in the same stores. So one store, I sold the 3600 because I think it was actually a little bit cheaper than the Bell and Canvas. but. Wow. I, that's not always the case. Like it's definitely more expensive in, in other, in other print on demand shops. So I don't know if that was like, they made a mistake or, or what happened, but we chose it because it was a little bit more affordable, but um, I've seen it more expensive too. Yeah. Uh, we did not get quality complaints about either of them really at all. Like it was very, very low. Um, very few people said, Oh, it's so itchy. Like it doesn't feel good. Like most people yeah. said, I love the feel, the fit and feel of it. Right. So you're right. It's pretty much the exact same thing. It's just fellow camera. just next levels version of the three zero zero one. It's soft, lightweight, good quality. And yeah, I don't really have a lot else to say about that. What I meant to say, I meant to add this as well, that, um, in the video, I talk about this when I actually just like put on one and then put on the other one right after that, I was really, I was shocked because they almost fit exactly the same. Yeah. Like at least on me, like I put on the 3001 and you know, I'm kind of just like moving my arms around, kind of seeing how long it is and everything. And then I put on the 3600 and I was like, these are exactly the same. Like the cut yeah. is almost identical. So these really yeah. are very, very comparable t-shirts to each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like you're a hundred percent right. Like do not sell this, both of these in your store. You're, you're wasting your time. It's it, you're, the customers are going to get the exact same product. It's more work for you. It's more products on your store. It's confusing for the customer because they, they have pretty much all the same specs. They're, they're the same thing. So just choose one and, and roll with it. Um, all right. So let's jump into the last t-shirt blank that we recommend. Um, this one I have sold and got really good feedback on it. It is a women's fit t-shirt. So I did want to include like a women's fit one as well. Cause some people, you know, they, they want unisex and they want like a woman's option. And I've done that before my I still have a woman's option in my store. And this is the one I have. So I have the three zero zero one, and then I have the 6,400, the women's relaxed Jersey. So this is Bella canvas, 6,400 women's relaxed Jersey short sleeve tee. It's similar to the 3001, but with a slightly feminine cut. So it's not like those, what do they call them? You know the, you know the female t-shirts with the really short sleeves and they're really kind of like tailored, um, I, maybe girlfriend or boyfriend tee, or no, not the boyfriend. I forget what they're called off the top of my head, but Bella Canvas, I think has one of these. And um, they're just, I don't know. I like I've sold them, I think in the past and they just did not do well in my store. And maybe that's just my store. It's, you know, it's not, it's not everyone, but a lot of people liked the women's relaxed Jersey short sleeve tee because it's still kind of long, which is really nice. And it, it fits comfortably, but it's like slightly tailored. There's just a little bit of contouring. I don't know what you call it. Um, slightly yeah, no, tailored yeah. to it. 
it has a bit of a feminine touch, but I think like, it's just in between. It's more yeah. like in between a women's yeah. fit and a unisex. I mean, my experience now, you're hearing this from two dudes. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. you know, there may be different experiences out there that people have had. And, you know, but this is my experience as well uh, has been that um, most females tend to just go, they favor the unisex t shirt or. Mm. Mm-hmm. If they if they don't want the unisex T-shirt, it's something like it's. It seems like they never want the women's fit. You know, like the, right. like the standard like women's fit. It's rare that they want that, um, just because it's like it's very like form fitting. And I just think you know a lot. That's just not really the style, or a lot of a lot of women don't want that. You know, but I think you just need. There might be very sp- specific uh, types of women that want that fit. You know, I think. Just if, and again, from my experience, if you've got if your main target is maybe women women in their forties and fifties, maybe they mm-hmm. want that more. Maybe they're they're used to that more traditional like women's fit, so they want something like that. I don't know. That's just kind of yeah. one of those situations where you know you you need to need to kind of check check your audience and see what they favor, you know, or totally. test different test different things. Yeah, when I tested them for in my stores, they did not perform yeah. well. The, the women's fit one, the sixty four hundred did do well because it almost nice. looked like a unisex shirt, right? But with a little bit of feminine touch to it. Um, but like the unisex always outperformed the women's cuts. So if I was gonna, I mean, it really depends on you and your niche and and how well you know your audience. But like, like if I was gonna do it for my my brand, I would do like a unisex and then maybe like a crop or something like that. That's more more in yeah. on trend right now. Um, yeah, those women's ones, the the ones with the really short sleeves and the really form-fitted, just, I don't know, they just have not done good in my experience. I'm sure some people have had a ton of success with them, but um, it's interesting to hear your thoughts on that too and hearing kind of the same thing from you. Yeah, I mean, unisex is always sold best. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I've, I've sold women's, women's fit, you know, like more of a women's fit. It's kind of just like here and there you sell one, but honestly, a lot of the a lot of the women, a lot of the ones that I I've sold as far as women's fit, I got I, I did get some complaints on those, even on the feet, like mm. they're just like oh, I don't like this fit. It's like I don't remember the exact the exact model because I, I sold so little of them. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I did have one more unisex t shirt. I just wanted to shout out. Yeah. Uh, it's the Gildan sixty four thousand soft style. Mm. Um, I have a lot of students that use this this t-shirt inside shirt school and I do think it's a it's a good option. I think it, I think it's as we just said next the next level 3600 is like another version of the 3001. I kind of feel that same way about the Gildan 64000 soft style. I feel mm. like they Gildan was like, "Oh, we need to come out with a 3001 competitor." And I don't know, you know, which one's been out longer or whatever, but but this one is is, is it's a solid t-shirt. Just going to sit a, a slight level below the 3001 but it's also going to carry a much cheaper price tag and mm. so you know a lot of people really like this t-shirt i think it's a solid t-shirt i i've okay. i've worn it and i've tested it on youtube um mm. and, and I, I think it's a solid t-shirt there's not a ton of color options as i recall i don't think there's a ton of color options um but the pricing can be really good i mean some of the print on demands have it at maybe seven bucks 750 and it's wow. I yeah. think I think you'll be satisfied if you're looking for a budget tee that punches above its weight class and is 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 going to fit very similar to the 3001. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to shrink a little bit more mm. on the on this t-shirt just a little bit more, but I think it's I think it's a pretty solid t-shirt. You have any experience with the 64000? I don't know. I know it's really popular and if yeah. you go on Etsy and you look for like mock-ups, there's so many mock-ups for the Gildan 64000. Yeah. It's, it's so so popular. I have always been very like brand loyal when it comes to the t-shirts to Bella canvas and next level, because I've just never found a reason to go anywhere else. Although I do agree with you. It's a more profit margin, profit margin friendly option. The, the Gildan 64,000 soft style. So you're going to get better profit margins. And Hey, if customers aren't complaining and they're happy with the quality and they're coming back and, and, and buying more great. If that works for you, totally cool. Um, I like, you know, my, my brand is more like a lifestyle brand and we care yeah. a lot about the quality. And if we can get one step up from that, like the Bella Canvas 3001, then that's what we're going to go with just because we're charging like $38 for these t-shirts. So like, we want to have a premium, we want to have a like sure. premium, premium feeling, like high quality feeling, um, 
shirts. Yeah, and there, and there, I think I think among customers, there could be a little bit of like, you know, even if the T-shirt is really really good in this can, mm. in this case, like the sixty four thousand is really good. If somebody gets that T-shirt and they just see the Gildan tag, I think some mm. people could have a bad taste in their mouth about that. And so that's yeah. something to consider of just like. You know, there's sometimes products don't stink, but we just have a we just have a certain thought about the brand, and it's like the product might be fine, but we automatically think it stinks. You know, just because yeah. of the brand name. And so, Gildan, you know, maybe not the best reputation for high quality T-shirts. I mean, they they own a lot of brands and they have a lot of T-shirts mm-hmm. and a lot of products. Um, but yeah, they're they. You know, I don't know about the reputation in comparison to something like Belly Canvas Next Level. People might automatically think they're a little more little more premium. Uh, yeah. than, than the Gildan stuff. So that's something to consider. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. Like when I think of Gildan, I do not think of quality. That's just me personally. Yeah. I don't think of high quality products. Um, I When I think of Bella Canvas, I think of quality. When I think of Next Level, I think of quality. When I think of Gildan, I just don't. And <clears throat> you're right though. People have perceptions, right? And even if you come out with nice things, like you know how like the brand Nike also owns the brand Brooks. And it's funny because they're like two totally, it's a good thing that they're totally separate companies because Brooks has a reputation for being just like really cheap and basic. And then Nike has a reputation for being more premium, right? And like if if Brooks tried to come up with a premium product, you'd be like, really? $200 for a Brooks? Like I would, people would just think like it's Brooks. You know what I mean? So I feel like kind of like people could feel the same about t-shirts. Um, that's one reason why I do like having branded options as well. So, you know, some print on demand companies let you take out the tearaway label. And if you took that tearaway label out, if you could take the Gildan tearaway label out and then just print your own brand in there, people wouldn't know it's a Gildan and their perce- they wouldn't have any perceptions. Yep. They might be like, this is so awesome and soft. And, but because they see that tag that, you know, yeah. like, if they're going to pay a, a pre, especially if they're going to pay a bit more for the t-shirt and then they see that it's a Gildan, they might be a little bit disappointed. Yep. So yeah. All right. Hey, Why don't we rolling. jump into tank tops? Did you want uh, me to take the first one? Go ahead. I'm not, a, I'm not really a tank man. So this might be your, okay. this might be your category here on the tank tops. Yeah, um, no, I can, I can definitely speak to both of them. And I will say tank tops sell much less than t-shirts in, in yeah. my experience across my brand. So I get why some people don't even offer them. I do like to offer them because they're, they're so different from a t-shirt and especially in the summertime, they're good. Also like, you know, I live in Arizona, like we wear tank tops all year here. So there's some sunny States where they wear them. <laughs> you can also, you know, if you're, if you're a fitness brand, tank tops make a lot of sense, right? Yep. So there are reasons to offer them. We don't have, we don't offer a lot of tank top, top options because it's probably our least popular, one of our least popular um, styles. But the one that we have had the most success with over the years is hands down the Bella Canvas 8800 Women's Flowy Racerback Tank. This one is crazy soft. Like you feel them and they're just so soft. I don't know if I've ever felt a softer tank top in my life. And they're extremely lightweight. Like it feels like you're wearing nothing. They're so lightweight. I, I, have, I can't say I've tried one on, but like just for the <laughs> feedback that I get, cause like they're very feminine. Um, this is, this is, uh, you may, you may or may not have tried one. On. I may or Maybe. may not have tried. <laughs> I just felt the quality. Okay. You know what, dude? Okay. I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but I'm pretty sure I have tried one on now that I think about it. And I forget why I even tried it on, but it was my brands and I don't why know not? why. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a very, it's a very feminine cut and no, I'm not into wearing women's clothes. That's just not my thing. But like I did try it on for some reason and I totally forget why. And I was just like, this is crazy soft. This is you need, crazy you needed soft. The pic- like, like, you needed the picture for an ad, bro. Like, you get it. <laughs> you needed, you needed nobody it. wants to see that. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to see me in an 8800 Flowy Racerback tank. But what I will say is crazy soft. It's super lightweight. Um, one thing to note about it, though, is that they can be very sheer. And so I do recommend ordering a sample before offering it just to see if you're okay with that. We have, we do get the odd complaint that they're see-through. And for that reason, we only offer it in black right now. Um, We've offered it in other colors and they were much more see-through. So there definitely is like, it's definitely quite sheer. So 
you know, some women, maybe they want to wear like a sports bra underneath that they really like. And, and that's kind of like what they're going for. We can see it a little bit, but um, yeah, just order a sample and see, see what you think for yourself. But we do get the odd complaint that like it's see-through that, that said though, overall, the feedback is really, really good for this tank top. So um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the only one I've sold is the Bella Camus 3480. And it's just a unisex, mm. it's just a unisex tank top. Uh, and yeah. it's, you know, it, it, there's not much to say about it. I mean, it's this, it's similar to everything we've said about the other Bell and Canvas t-shirts. I mean, I, I would assume it's a 3001 with the arms cut off. Is, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just, it's just a unisex belly canvas coming in at a pretty good price. You know, I mean, it, it it's been a solid, that's the only one I've ever sold and I haven't sold a yeah. lot of them. So I don't want to come on here and be like, <laughs> I know, I know how great this tank top is. But I think that's the only one I've sold. Um, yeah. So feel free to hit that next one. Sure. And, uh, talk about your experience there. Yeah. So the next one that I've sold um, and that I do recommend is the next level 6733 women's tri-blend racerback tank. This one is less flowy. It's more kind of form-fitted. So the Bella Canvas 8800 is a little kind of flowier and longer. Uh, this one is a little bit tighter, more form fitted. It's less flowy than the Bell Canvas 8800 and it has thinner straps. So I tested both of these um, and the 8800 completely outsold the 6733. Um, it just wasn't as popular, but it's still very soft, lightweight and good quality. I think what might have turned some buyers off is that the straps are quite thin. And I just think that it's not, it's more people's preference. Well, in my experience, I can't speak for everyone. I'm only speaking about my experience. In my experience, more people preferred the 8800. And the, one of the biggest difference was that it was a little bit flowier, a little bit longer and had kind of thicker straps. So, um, but a lot of people sell the 6733. It's very, very popular. And we didn't really get quality complaints about it. It just didn't get purchased as much. So, you know, when people saw the mock-ups of the two, they were, the majority of our customers were choosing the 8,800. Yeah. So. All right, moving on to sweatshirts, uh, <laughs> talking about, you know, not, not hoodies, but just regular old crew neck typed. Uh, I guess you've got a, You've actually got a cropped on here and some different things, but mm. I'm going to touch on the, uh, again, the one that I've sold the most of it's the Gildan 18,000. Mm. Um, so I kind of have, I kind of have may, maybe a little bit of a unique opinion on the, 18,000 Gildan and then the Gildan 18500 hoodie. Um, so I, I, everything we just talked about stands. I mean, you know, people may have quality perception on these different brands, but I've sold quite a few of the 18,000 crew neck and also the 181850 uh, hoodie. Mm -hmm. And in comparison to t-shirts, I think that these are kind of like the standard, like mm -hmm. in, in hoodies, especially on the hoodie side, like they make a really good quality, just like standard hoodie, you know, and, and sweatshirt. Like, it, and I think because of they're heavier and, uh, you know, hood, uh, just in general, they're heavier than t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I think people, uh, people are a little more forgiving on, on them than, than the t-shirts, right? Cause like t-shirts shrink a little more and those kind of things. So like in my experience, I think the Gildan, uh, 18,000, uh, you know, unisex basically. And then the 18, 18500 hoodie, I think they're pretty solid staples, uh, yeah. you know, as, as kind of a, a good, good crew neck, good, good hoodie. You're going to get pretty good pricing, but I do also really like the bell and canvas stuff there. And I've sold some of that as well, as far as the hoodie and the, uh, sweatshirt. Another one I've sold is, I don't remember the exact model number, but it's like the port authority type stuff. It's almost, mm. I, it's almost identical to the Gildan <laughs> stuff. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's going to be budget friendly, but it's mm -hmm. going to be, it's not going to shrink cause it's thick and warm, you know? Um, so I do like the, like the, I think it's port authority stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I've had, I've had some print on demand switch out the Gildan for the port authority if it runs out of stock and mm. never had any, never really had mm. any complaints on it. So I've had a pretty good experience with those. Um, but feel free to, to jump in on, on something you like. Yeah, I, I think you're right about the Gildan 18,000. I definitely think that is a staple sweatshirt. And again, if you go on Etsy and you look for sweatshirt mock-ups, 
you will probably not see any more than you will of the Gildan 18,000. They're all over Etsy. You can buy them. It's very popular. And right now, you know, oversized t-shirts, oversized sweatshirts are really popular right now. And the Gildan is great for that. Like it actually looks really good. And um, people seem to be really happy with it. Like it's probably the most popular sweatshirt out there sold by Predominant sellers. Yep. So clearly, the sellers are happy with it and they're probably happy with it because their customers are happy with it. Um, so I have no, no problems with that one. I, you know, I would be totally comfortable recommending that. And I know it's a little bit more budget budget friendly than the other two that I'm going to mention. So let's move to the next one. Um, this is the unisex cotton heritage M 2480. It is a unisex premium sweatshirt. I sell this right now. It's, really popular. I get good feedback on it. It's, a, you know, it's a bit heavier. It's very warm. People say that it feels premium. It's not quite as soft as a sweatshirt like the Bella Camus 3901, the unisex sponge fleece raglan sweatshirt. Man, that is a soft sweatshirt. Like so, so, so soft. Unfortunately, a lot of print on demand sellers don't offer it. I don't know why. I don't know if Bella Canvas restricts it, or maybe there are some that offer it, but the ones that I use don't offer it. And so um, we can't offer it. So instead we offer the Cotton Heritage M2480 and we get good feedback on that. It's definitely a more premium, like heavier, cozy kind of shirt, but just not not as soft as the the, the sponge fleece from Bella Canvas. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the Cotton Heritage M2480. The other one I want to mention, because I also want to include a women's fit for each of these um, kind of, you know, blanks that we're recommending. So the women's fit for sweatshirts, man, like if you're looking for something on trend and that your customers are going to absolutely love, it's the Bella Canvas 7502 women's cropped fleece hoodie. This one is insanely soft. I think it's the... Um, I think it's a softest ever. Oh, sorry. No, that's the, uh, not the seven. It's, I'm getting the um, hoodie, the hoodie and the sweatshirt mixed up. Um, what's the one sec here? Bella it's Canvas. A crop, it's it's a 7503. A crop Bella. crew neck? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the one. I don't know the exact model number. Crew neck. Let, let's see. It's the um, 7503. The 7503 women's cropped clue, uh, cropped crew fleece. I see it. This one is a crowd favorite. It's very on trend. Uh, the, the feedback I hear a lot is that the crop is like the perfect cut. So I guess some women don't like it too high. Some women, women don't like it too low. So that it just looks like a sweatshirt. Well, um, and I was going to mention that, you know, it's good to know, like, like, uh, high waist, high waisted, Pant, uh, jeans and you know pants are in in style right now so it's like yep. that's why the crop the cropped works is because women are wearing their pants higher so it's you know that crop is 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 higher and so yeah it's i think it's yeah a lot of women are like i want to wear this style but maybe i don't want to show off my belly so right. you know like, like right. so they're trying to find the right the right length yeah and this one we get really good feedback on that people really like the cut of this one not to mention it's insanely soft i don't know what it is about this the the bella canvas 7503 the the sweatshirt and then the crop sweatshirt and then the bell canvas 7502 the cropped hoodie there's they're, they're like next level soft and people absolutely gush over it so this is if you're you know if you're trying to create like an elevated product um or if you're trying to go for that lifestyle brand kind of, kind of have premium products this is one you should definitely test out um, the hoodie is even more popular in our store. It's actually quite a bit more popular in our store than the um, than the sweatshirt, but the sweatshirt is also really popular. And the feedback we get from both is amazing. Like, I don't think we've ever got a bad review about either of those two. So um, highly recommend if you're looking for a women's fit cropped, that's the one I'd recommend. Um, and I think that that covers it for sweatshirts. So why don't we jump over to hoodies? <clears throat> yeah, the one I talked about already is the Gildan one eight five zero zero as kind of just a, a staple. Um, we also just mentioned the Bella Canvas seventy five zero two. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is the women's cropped fleeced hoodie, so cro- a crop mm-hmm. top. So essentially the 7502 and 7503, they're going to be exactly the same, I, I yeah. would assume. Uh, yeah. Just one is going to have a hood and one doesn't have a hood. So those right. are really well, are really good. And drawstrings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, and drawstrings, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to touch on the, the cotton heritage there. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. So Cotton Heritage. So we sell both the 7502 for a women's fit. That's one that we have screen printed because we haven't been able to find a print on demand supplier that can offer a branded option of that. So they offer it like on, I think Printify offers it. I know Printful offers it, but you can't, they like Printful with branded products. There's only a small percentage of their products that you can actually remove the, um, the, the yeah. neck tag, and then you can put in your own brand. And unfortunately, they don't they don't offer the branding option for the 7502. So we have to screen print that locally because it's so popular. It's worth it for us to screen print it locally and then, you know, have it in a warehouse. But um, what we do use with for print on demand is the Cotton Heritage M2580, the unisex premium hoodie. And this is very similar. This is pretty much exactly like the M2480 for uh, Cotton Heritage, which is a premium sweatshirt. So again, it's just like a sweatshirt with a hoodie and, and drawstrings. And like like the sweatshirt, it's not the softest, but it is heavier. It's warm. It's premium feeling. People say that it just feels like it's a premium feel that it's it's made well. And it's very, very popular with our customers. And we do not receive much negative feedback on that one at all. Um, it does. One thing I will warn about the Con Heritage. And if you're if anyone out there that's selling the Con Heritage M2480 or the M2580, this is probably feedback that they get. The feedback, the negative feedback that we get the most from our customers about these two is that they have a slimmer fit. And so we actually, even though it's unisex, we recommend that women order their regular size in this and that men size up because it's a bit of a more tailored fit. And so when we, we didn't know that at first. And so we started selling it and then we were getting a lot of exchanges, people being like, oh, the size doesn't fit because we were telling women to size down because it was unisex. And we were like, oh man, what, what is going on here? Why, why are so many people exchanging for one size up? And then we started hearing the feedback, like the size was too tight and they ordered their normal size uh, or they ordered a size down. So we actually had to change the wording on our website to tell women to order a size up and then tell men to, uh, to, to or sorry, tell women to order their normal size and tell men to order a size up. Yeah. So anyone that's sold that, that's probably something that they've dealt with before. But if you can just change the wording and, and make that suggestion, then people are really happy with it. It doesn't have like as much stretch as something like a Bella Canvas 7503 or 7502, something like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, the, the feedback is really good. Aside from the, the slim fit, if you just there's a solution to that. Just tell women to order, order size up, tell men to order their usual size or um or even or even two sizes up for men depends yeah. on what what they prefer a couple other quick uh just like ones i would add to this list or honorable mm-hmm. mentions would just be um if you want something really premium that also has the brand recognition a lot more print on demand providers are carrying the champion stuff um it definitely can carry a more premium price tag the champion but uh it's really good stuff and um so you know there's different versions of the champion hoodies you know so it, it kind of depends. I mean, some of these are going to be, you might see them at like 40 bucks, you know, that you'll have to sell at 80 or something crazy, you know, 75, mm-hmm. 80 bucks. Um, but the champion stuff's really good. I'm not a big fan of champion t-shirts. Mm. They're, they're, I just, I don't like them. Like they're just, they're not soft for the most part. I'm, they have some premium stuff that's a little bit better, but they're not soft for the most part. Just not, not a big fan of them. Uh, even the fit, but the, the hoodie stuff, I love champion hoodies. So, you are seeing that those are becoming more available with a lot of print-on-demand providers. And then another brand, you know, I've been using um, Awkward Styles a lot as my Mm print-on-demand, and uh, Lane 7 is is really solid across the board. I think they're they're really an up-and-coming brand, in in my opinion. Their T-shirts are really great. Their hoodies and sweatshirts and different things are really, really good. Uh, Nice quality. Pricing is pretty, pretty, pretty uh, good. And so I like I like the Lane Seven Seven stuff a lot. 
Well, I think that does it. I think this is a great episode. Like so many different recommendations there. There's so many brands out there. These are just some of our favorites. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I hope people found this super helpful. I know that when you're starting out, every you you have no clue. It's like information overload because so many print-on-demand companies offer so many different options. It can be very overwhelming. So hopefully this kind of narrows it down. Everyone has their own preferences. You're welcome to order samples from the print-on-demand company and see for yourself what you prefer. But um, this is just hopefully this was helpful um, for everybody. All right, we'll see you next week. Cool. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you would, leave us an honest review on whichever platform you are listening to this episode on. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and also leave a comment. We'll see you again soon. Hey.